Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello again. Welcome to More Than Just a Podcast podcast. Um, podcast. I don't know what number it is, Sean. What number About is it? episode 21, I think. Episode 21. Um, mm. I'm George, and I'm with John. Hello, John. Hello. And with Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello, George. And with Welsh, under 21 international, oh. and ace women of midfielder, oh. Rhys Jones. Welcome, Rhys. Hello, hello. And hello, no longer Carl Fulton. How was your I still journey? am. Oh, okay. A little bit longer. <laughs> How was your journey in? It was nice. I... I there was a good song on the radio. Thanks for coming along. That's fine. I have a busy schedule. Um, we're going to start with our little segment we recorded at the Millwall game, which we won. The Millwall Outside Broadcast Tapes. And this is our experience of the day. So the day we've all been waiting for has finally arrived. It's Millwall versus West Ham. We were singing Millwall, Millwall, here we come, last day of last season when we were going down from the Premiership. And myself and George are in the car. We're travelling down the Barking Road. We're driving today. Uh, it's uh, minus two outside. And you hear my sat nav. George, George, you excited? Millwall versus West Ham? Always. And your prediction, please, young Georgie Porgy. 4 0. 4 0. I'm still going for 1 0. And uh, we'll talk to you later. So we're walking down the Barking Road, and you never guess who we've bumped into. We've bumped into Adsman89. Uh, he hasn't got his Ferrari today, he's got his TT. Apparently, his Ferrari's allergic from coming into Newham. So, Adsman, uh, no speedy noodles today. You've had to go to Burger King. What's, what, what's your prediction for today? Derby. Derby? It said London Derby. Oh, I thought we were playing Derby today. No. <laughs> um, 1-0 win. That'll yeah. do. Yeah? Yeah. Game over, go home, get yeah. back in the warm. It's about minus two. Is it minus two? It minus is a little two. bit chilly. I've got my gloves on. Not the heated gloves or heated yeah. scarf that I left I've got home. my David Sullivan hat on. You do look a little bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, we let you off. Right, oh, Gav, you don't get away with this. Your prediction. 4-0 Millwall. Come on, you lions. 4-0, <laughs> 4-0. And George has gone for 4-0 as well, and I've gone for 4-1, so there's a good split there. All right.
You know, really bad uh, first half because Nolan got sent off after about 20 minutes. Uh, straight red card. Nolan's having a good game. Fobes having a good game. Uh, sorry, No Bulls having a good game. Fobes having a good game. I'm rambling on, but we scored Carlton Cole just before half time. George, are you happier than you were when Nolan got sent off? Yeah, I wasn't that unhappy actually. I didn't see it, so. Um, but I've heard after that it's probably deserving of a red card. Yeah. Two foot challenge and nothing is stupid on his behalf. Right. What, what does Sam do second half? Does he put another defender on, take Cole off, or what, what do we do? No, I think. I'd take Cole off personally. I think it's been shocking. Put another midfielder on or put another defender on? I'd put a little pacey forward on. I'd put Maynard on first. Put Maynard on. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, second half, no beer here. We've just had two bob rules. Keep him warm. It's I'd, bloody freezing. I'd swap. I'd swap. Cole for Maynard and then put Tompkins up front and have Maynard just behind him like in the midfield helping out. Alright, well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll probably talk to you again at half time. At uh, full time? I don't even know what I'm saying.
the final score, the famous West Ham Millwall derby was 2-1 to us. We just about held on. Not sure how much we deserved it. Um, however, something we'd like to discuss with George is, did we play better after Nolan went off? Yes, I think we did. Now, now, uh, now I think we should start driving, Sean, because the traffic's going to get bad. I agree. Uh, so next three games we've got no- without Nolan, we'll speak on this on Monday. Uh, so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from George on our outside broadcast. Goodbye. So yeah, that was our Millwall outside broadcast. Um, and we won 2-1, Sean. Yeah. What was your opinion of the game being there? Well, I just want to say, sorry for Gavin on the phone, which is a friend of Adsman, who said Millwall 4-0, and I missed it at the time. I should have picked it up on him. Gavin, if you're listening, you're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he'd do it, and yeah, he did it. There you go. God. He thought I'd edit that out. So, um, what yeah. was my opinion of the game? Yeah, what was your opinion of the game? Well, it was... You a, said on there that you're not sure that we deserved it. Yeah, well... I have to I, disagree with you. It, it was a good game, wasn't it? But... I guess the reason I say we didn't deserve it is when I looked at um, the... Well, no, no, I hadn't looked at the Football League show. But, you know, we shouldn't have got the second goal, really, should we? And uh, we were holding on in the last 10 minutes as well. You know, it was all disappointing after eight minutes when Nolan went off. Although we seemed to play a little bit better. Uh, Carlton Cole got one of his lucky punts, uh, header backwards. What you call him? Carlton Cole. Carlton right. Cole. I oh, know, no, that's right. And... Um, he didn't get that, George. I didn't get that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Winston Reid, brilliant. But, I mean, Fobe went right into him, didn't he? And so he shouldn't have stood. So, anyway, we got it and we're lucky and great. Move on. John and Reese, as watchers on the sofa. <laughs> I was on the floor. <laughs> what were your opinions of the game? Do you well, think actually, we missed Do you agree with Sean? Bit, John? I John? missed the John? first sort of 20-odd minutes. I was still travelling home. So, uh I sort of came into it, sort of, yeah, we were, we looked all right. I thought it was really good. I didn't I think we were lucky. I, I thought it made it even better, the fact that Faber took the keeper out. And I thought it was... Yeah, a, but letter of law, that's a foul, yeah? Yeah, 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 it is, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not still not convinced that Nolan's was a straight red. Did, did you did you know we were down to 10 men when you joined yeah, the game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I you saw it. a replay? I heard it on the radio, yeah, and I saw the replay... And I, yeah, at half time. And Sam disagreed with it, but I know for uh, me I, looking at it, it looked like a straight red. It was a straight red. You can see it's straight reddish now, but I don't. You know, there wasn't any malice there. And no. do do you think we played better without him, Nolan? Yeah, I think we played really well. I think um, Noble played really well. Noble was quality. And I so think, was Tompkins. Yeah, I know. I thought Faubert was good. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I, I mean, I as much as I dislike really Faubert, I thought we had a good game. His header. See that header, he just like nearly yeah, just, it was a good header, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. just sort of skimmed it and nearly beat the keeper. And yeah, I thought we'd done really well. I thought I don't think you can do anything but take positives. I think they I said Faubert, it was his best game in a West Ham shirt. A lot of people were saying, Yeah, Mark Noble picked up man in the match. I don't, I don't know if you saw he, that. He seemed to, yeah, he seemed to really take it on. I mean, and the way he read it, that ball, yeah, I know what a finish. I really yeah. enjoyed that, finish. yeah, so yeah. Although it's a lot easier to uh, score when the, the goalkeeper's in a pile <laughs> at the bottom after being clattered by Faubert. <laughs> yeah. You still had three people jumping yeah. at him. All right, fair enough. Well, you know, um, when Vaz Tay came on, he, he looked really yeah, busy. Looked and, and a couple so, yeah. of shots away, didn't he? Yeah, I think all round positive. It was good compared to what we are talking about and obviously the performance against Ipswich. And you mentioned at the beginning there, 
that you were late coming back. You were at an <laughs> event the night before. I was at an event the night before. Was I believe you had a bit of a touch of celebrity status. There, yes, uh, um, somebody who your mother knows, knows someone who listens to our podcast, a guy called Paul, come up and gave me a nice big cuddle. Oh. So, Was it good it was, for you? It was good for me. Nice to feel a young man. Every you got a groupie. Yeah, so no, it was funny, but I'd say, I'd say hello, so hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello, Paul. Well, we must go on to professional footballer, aren't we? George? <laughs> go on to professional footballer? What? <laughs> he, he actually, the professional footballer on the podcast actually watched this game, and no. I can't remember at a time where he said... the first games <laughs> he's ever yeah. watched. I lost the remote. No, I'm joking. Um... Yeah, I was gonna, the main point I'd say is uh, Colton Cole looked like his potential. I mean, his goal was quality, uh, his hold-up play, but just little things like giving it simple, winning a lot of scrappy balls, holding off defenders, using his strength, which getting, he's capable getting of. Getting booked. Yeah, well, that's... But um, Do you think that's he's been sparked into action with the new arrivals? Maybe, maybe. I thought I thought Vezete did look good. I'm surprised Maynard, uh, not Maynard, yeah, Maynard, sorry, didn't come on. Uh, but uh, it was still a tight game. But um, I was just, it's the first time that you've, I've always thought he's been decent in that, but I don't think Collison, I thought he was probably the worst player for West Ham. And he, he played, taken off. He played well. He's, he didn't play bad. But I think the position is more kidding him than him playing bad himself. So he, he played kind of on the wing. It looked like on the on the weekend. But if he's not good enough to get in the centre mid, then I don't think he should be forced to play wide. But he's going to want to play regardless. He's quite often played wide, though, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think better. He's better off centre mid. I think that's his natural. Yeah, but I don't think he's good enough to get in the midfield at the moment. With Tompkins making a surprise. Tompkins appearance. played defensive midfielder, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And it was really did. good. Really good. I also have got back for some really good defensive yeah. headers and tackles in the box as well. So it worked quite well. It was well. very good. I have a question. I was what very did... proud. I was a very proud West Ham fan. Good. At the end good. of the match. My question is, what did we think of a Matty Taylor coming in for Collison, second half? Yeah, he made a difference, didn't he? Mm. Livened yeah. it up. Mm. He played well. Well, he did. I mean, again, the substitutions not on Sam done well because he just kept it fresh at the right times. And obviously, with us down to ten men, we needed to keep running and chasing. Yeah, and they did a, work really hard. It was the best game of his career, was it? That's what Sam says on did the he? press conference. He said that is the best game in my whole career, all of his West Ham career. No, he didn't say no, West Ham. Career. He said he's his whole career. Did he? The best win he's ever had as yeah. a manager. Yeah. Mm. Better than beating Southampton when he was Bolton manager. Obviously. Wow. So, yeah, that's... Whole career. Sam was very pleased with it as well. Wow. That good. He did look good. quite happy Sean, at the end. you wanted to talk about I chuck fruit well, and I was just, I was firework just, I was just going to... You know, it was a big game, wasn't it? The big rivalry since 2009. Uh, I drove. Um, we um, decided to drive. Well, one, because there was no drink and we thought we, we didn't want to invite trouble. Uh, and it was very heavily policed, you know, there was there was a lot of police everywhere. Um, we saw sirens rushing all over the place, but didn't see any trouble. Um, 
the only, and I don't know if you heard this, George, but right at the end of the no, I didn't. final whistle, there was this massive bang, like someone had been shot or there'd been an explosion, and all the stewards and everyone looked round, uh, and no one knew what it was. Um, and, <laughs> and it's on a number of YouTube clips, and, and David Gold has said that they're looking into it because either a, a Millwall fan fired a, a, a firework or a banger at the um, at West Ham fans, and police are investigating it. But the, the other thing I, I, I thought is quite amusing, and I blogged about it today, is I looked at all the, all the clips afterwards. I do oh. do a blog, www.westhamfootball.co.uk. Thank you, John. Is there was, there's, there was, it's Brazil ESPN who said about the fruit market battle, and it says the, the um, West Ham Millwall fruit battle. And basically, as they were bringing them through, it's all in high def. They're bringing them through. They're escorting Millwall down to Upton Park, and suddenly they move all the West Ham fans into the fruit market on Green Street. And they start lobbing bananas and apples and oranges. It's a good motion. So every, someone said on Twitter, and I did laugh, and maybe it's just me. It was ICF stands for I Chuck Fruit. <sighs> yeah, it's fruit spelt with an F. Fruit is spelt with an yeah, F. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks, sorry. Thanks for pointing that out, Chris. <laughs> good job. Uh... So anyway, I, I thought it was amusing. <laughs> That's a winner all round, that. Yeah. Um, they must have been going bananas. We're, we're moving on. We're going to do a bunch of plums. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> bunch of melons. <laughs> <laughs> Please move on. We're going to Stuart Slater Park. Fruit. Fruit. Maybe it's good. Mill got lemon. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm joining. Move on. Move on. Move on. Any more? No, right. Write yeah, in if you know any more. Oh, dear. Um, right. Carrots. Should we talk about the song choice? Why not? Yeah. Jingles, Sean. Well, we had our uh, competition. Had, tightly contested. We've, we've, with the we've got some votes. It's been quite narrow, but uh, Dan <laughs> Dan has just pipped Nathan to it. And uh, I think we're going to use the, the Dan Wins, uh, the vote for the best song. That's the longest song with Paolo Di Canio in it. And um, Nathan comes second. We're going to use both, I think. We're going to put one at the beginning of the podcast and one at the, at the end, uh, as from next week. And we're going to ask Dan to make a full-length song. So we're going to speak to him and say, can you expand it and, and release it and on John's iTunes and see if we can get it in the charts? Aren't we? He's got a record label, so we're going to release it. in the charts. Yeah, Definitely. definitely. John, I you can be Louis Velcro, the, isn't that his stage name? Louis Velcro, video. something like that. You, yeah, I'll, you I'll can, the video, yeah. you can promote it, Sean, on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of West Ham fans will we'll buy, buy that it. Song. Yeah, download. Well, yeah, he's not going to charge any money for it, surely. Are you? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> anyway, well done, Dan. Twenty p. Twenty p. Well done, Dan. Winner to of charity. the new podcast, but well done, Nathan. <laughs> Runner up. And uh, we're going to use your bit as well. <laughs> we're going to use both of them as the moral of the story. Mm, yeah. Um. Okay. And last week we had Stuart Slater on the in, on the podcast doing a phone interview with Sean, and we broke that down into two parts. So, and I just want to point out that obviously part two I did Monday, so it was before the Ipswich match because it might sound a bit weird, but it was, you know, yeah. a, a week ago. So, for your listening pleasure, here is part two of the Stuart Slater interview. I mean, a lot of people make things and seem to wind up Sam talking about the West Ham way, and he's often said West Ham hasn't played the West Ham way for a long time, or if the West Ham way is passing four times and falling over or losing games, then, then it's not. 
you know, a bit tongue in cheek. Do you see the, you know, the West Ham way is important to, to get promotion to the, the Premiership? Well, it, it is going to be hard. I mean, you would like to combine both. You'd like to see a little bit of West Ham way and a little bit of winning football. That is a pure, that would be a purist. That would be the West Ham fans would like that. But, you know, we have played the West Ham way a lot and we've just won cups, a couple of cups to three cups. This is a. I mean, football has, has changed in the aspect of the money involved in the in the game now. And you know, when you're in that championship, it's it's about winning football. I think. You know, if you if you know that you're going to stay in the championship for a long time, then you can maybe play the West Ham one. Everyone wants to get out the way, but you'll be probably you'll get so far, you'll get you know maybe in the top six and playoffs. If you have a little bit of steel and a little bit of effort, and it goes against my principles as well because I would like to entertain, I'd love to entertain. Um, but we all want to be in that Premier League, and um, you know, so if you could combine the two, that would be great. But that. You know that doesn't happen. So sometimes you think, would you would you rather get promoted this year and play in the Premier League and then start trying to adapt the West Ham way a little bit and try and stay in the, the Premier League for next year? I mean, I think we'll all go for that for the sake of you know not so good football this year. But if it doesn't, if we don't go up, then you've had a year where you know the football's been pretty pretty poor really compared to the West Ham way. But you know, as I said to you before, Big Sam. Is the one that will know how, how to get the best out of his players. He'll know what players he'll need, and I'm sure and confident enough that he will he, he will succeed in the job. Um, I mean, it's, it's a strange one that uh, as many players that used to play for West Ham have played for lots of other clubs, and I'm thinking of you know Tony Coffey, Julian Dick, Paolo Di Canio, but there seems to be something about West. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They often, when they finish their playing career, they come back and they're you know, a passionate fan yeah. of West Ham. Do you, you put yourself in the same place? Yeah, definitely. I wish I said there's not many players that have, I mean, you know, like to say about Ernie Gregory, what an absolute legend he was, and condolences to his, his um, family. But that's what West Ham's all about. When 
you know, a 50-year, one guy spent here for 50 years. Now, you know, when, when you, I think when you spend over 10 years, you get affinity for, for the club. I mean, the supporters are fantastic. You know, it's got a great tradition um, of playing football. And I think you, you just buy into that. You just get drilled into that. And no, no matter wherever you go, you know, I went to other clubs, it's just not the same way. You, don't, you know, it was just a, such a way of playing. And, and it has changed, obviously, slightly the last few years. But you get, you get brought into that and you get drawn into that. And, um, you know, I've done 20 years. I would say I am an absolute West Ham fan through and through, without a doubt. And, you know, give me a job there and I'll take it tomorrow, sort of thing. And that's what I said to David Gold last yeah, time. And I said, I'll play David Gold's listening. Um, he, he's, he's aware of that. Junior Dick said the same. He said he was crawling his hands and knees when we spoke to him last week. So how often do you get to West Ham games? Um, you said um, I, I get to most, most of the, you know, I probably get to 10 home games when I'm working, 10 home games of the season, um, so it's nice to go back. You know, when you come through the ranks, when you've been at the club for, you know, from 11 to, there's not many players that have come through the ranks and done quite well and obviously come come back and, you know, just generate money for the club. I mean, normally, and you do, you, you buy into it, you think, hang on a minute, you know, Tony Cotting, myself, Kevin Keane, um, obviously Rio, Joe Cole, Glenn Johnson and Carrick. You know, we've come through the ranks and cost the club nothing, and we've generated a lot of money for the club. You know, yeah. whereas, and you have got a special affinity with that club. And, you know, there are players that have been brought for a lot of money and then been paid a lot of money and say that they're, they're West Ham. Yes, they can say that, but when you come through the ranks at 10 and then you do the do the horrible jobs and you, you're making a trade and, you know, your life's on hold with a decision from one of the, the managers at the time to see whether you're going to make a career in football, you know, you've just got such a special affinity with the club and, uh, you know, and then you yeah, get transferred for one and a half, two million. You know, you, you, you can't say that you're, you're not you're not affiliated with the club. So Tony Clark testimonial, wasn't it? And so many of the academy boys turned out for you know Tony and, and showed you know that they, they were still prepared. for yes. the West Ham show. Yeah, so, you know, I mean it's great, it's great for the fans, but obviously 40 years being at the club nearly, you know, I would have loved to seen a full house for him, full house. I mean, yeah. fantastic, 15,000 people there. But for somebody 40 years of his career and bringing, well, I don't know. 50 to 100 million pounds worth of talent, you know. Um, it, he should have got a, he should have got a full house, really, full house in my eyes. So maybe he got an MBE, didn't he, from the Queen? Maybe sir. Yes, he did. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Moving on, uh, you, I think you were runner-up, weren't you, on the Hammer of the Year in 1990? I think you were picked by Julian Dick, uh, as we said yes, last week. Yes. Um, so on the performance of the season so far. Would you, who would you like to get the Hammer of the Year this year? No, no, Mark Noble's always been consistent, hasn't he? I mean, he's a West Ham boy through and through. He's uh, taken some uh, crucial penalties at the time. And, um, you know, he's a, a strong character. I mean, you know, he knows the club inside out. And he knows what what's expected from the fans. And I think, uh, you know, his performance has been, a, you know, always at a certain level. Um, you know, Tom, any of the homegrown boys again, once again, you know, they know what it's like. They, they You know, they play for the shirt and, um, you know, they know how important it is for the club. So, you know, those two at the minute for me um, have done really well. Um, uh, I think you were, I read somewhere, you, I don't know if you still are, director of football and a PE teacher for King Langley School. Yeah, um, well, yeah. What, what are you up to yeah. at the moment? What are your, what are your projects? Yeah, I've just moved, moved jobs. We've got a... Um, We've got a football opportunities in in Chumshed. I work with a good friend of mine, Kurt Game. We're in um, we're on the bus now, but uh, we've got some funding from the government. These boys that have not made it and just you know fell at the final post. They're giving them a, a you know a couple of years uh, where we've got funding where we have them 23 hours a week um, and they train and we play um, and we 
have a day with them where we've got to make them coaches to get our funding to level one and level two coaches. So um, we're trying to put something back. We're trying to identify some talent that's not sort of maybe been lost. And, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to get them back in the non-league, maybe lower league or, you know, coaches in the community. That's what we're trying to do. And, uh, you know, it's an enjoyable experience. But, uh, you know, we're, we're on the lookout for next season in um in May, June to uh, get some more boys, start a recruitment and, uh, you know, they get paid as well. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, is, it, is there a website it's, uh, you can give a plug? Chumpson City website, yeah. Chumpson City website, Apprentices. Yeah, so if they want to be, um, you know, uh, obviously not the academy, but obviously they want to pursue a career in football or coaching and, yeah, half decent, yeah, they just go to Chumpson City football website and look under the apprenticeship. They'll find us there. Okay, well, um, this is a question you've been waiting for. Obviously, last <laughs> year, uh, we know you joined Twitter under Slater Tweet, uh, and there was a hashtag campaign called Slater, hashtag Slater Yes, uh, by Team Repulse, where you yes. said you would agree to trip to the North Pole for charity if you got over 200 Slater Yes replies. We covered it on the podcast, and, and, and certainly yeah. Team Repulse said you've got several thousand. So the big question, are you seven thousand? <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I had a, I've been going to this gym. My, the guy that runs this gym is a membership manager, and um, he served, and he wouldn't like me saying that he served in the Royal Marines in the SBS. And um, his his story is fantastic. That alone, and we've become very good friends with him and my friend Kirk here. And we see him every day at the gym. We take our boys down the gym, and. Um, he was just saying um, they got blown up. Him and his mate got blown up two years ago. Um, he got a military cross for it, or um, yeah, military cross. Uh, but in Afghanistan, they got so he had to come out of the um, services, and his mate lost limbs, and he was in a coma for um, six weeks. So they wanted to do something about. He hurt his shoulder, and he's only just getting back to normal. But that's why he took the membership managers. And um, so he was saying, oh, you can do it, you can do it." And I said, "Well, I, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if I can do that. Cold. Uh, it's too cold for me, and all that." He said, "Go on. If I put something out on the on the um, on the Twitter, you know, think about." It. And I said, "Well, I'll think about it at the minute." I can't really think about it, um, but I said I'll give him an answer come six months down the line. So, um, we'll see, when he's done that, you said I've got 7,000 podcasts. <laughs> um, if someone offered a quarter of a million, and we got a quarter of a million to do it, because he's got some sponsorship, for, I would definitely do it. I would say now I would definitely do it, but obviously it's out there. But it's for the um, Help the Heroes. This guy's got an amazing story as it is. He might need somebody that's ex player that might boost that sort of thing. Not that I will boost too much. They want to raise money for um, for the help the heroes. And um, oh, so I very said, worthwhile boost, I give, you know, and you know, I, I hope yeah. you do, you know, that the exhibition goes ahead and, and maybe you can be part of it. We we will follow that. Yeah, I said, I, I, yeah, I will make my decision in the sort of next sort of few months, four to six months. They're going training soon in the uh, in Norway, where it's minus 17 at the minute. But you know, obviously, if anyone could, um, you know, because every tweet that they get, team repulse, they are going to get sponsored by a bank, and they will get a pound for every tweet. So, uh, what, you know, what do we have to do? We have to hashtag team repulse, do we? Yes. Or is it so everyone is. 
Yes, um, I think I think it's the tweet. It's just the tweeting. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just, I'm just getting I'm just getting used to this tweeting at the minute. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. So if um, if everybody tweet the team repulse and they've got yeah they've got to follow them, but obviously uh, yeah. you know they get okay. a pound. Yeah, we'll, we'll when make they sure after the interview we'll, we'll explain that. Right, last question. Okay. Be very patient yeah. with us. Uh, well, obviously, uh, we're recording this on the Monday. It's going out on the Wednesday. Tomorrow we're playing one of your old teams, Ipswich. So, yeah. what, what's your prediction? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm, I'm going to Ipswich for the first time. I'm going to go to the game there tomorrow. Um, having been at Chumpsford now, and, uh, you know, they're having a difficult period as well themselves. Uh, they're, they're playing well. I spoke to one of my former teammates there, Simon Milton, who does a lot of commercial work down there, and he says they are playing so well with Ipswich. It's probably the best side that they've had for a few years. But for five minutes, ten minutes in a the game, they lack concentration, and everything's going against them. They can see the goal, then, uh, you know, they'll miss a they'll miss an easy chance I know so I think we've got to be on our game West Ham and we've got to be on our game and we've got to you know uh, do what we've been doing work hard um, obviously and, and be organised which I'm sure Sam will and uh, it will be a tough game but you know I'm expecting West Ham to win that's for sure yes. <laughs> well thank you for your time okay, Stuart uh, no maybe problem. we're going to no have problem, you mate. back when you decide to go to the North Pole uh, but that was yep, Stuart sure. Slater former West Ham for more than just a podcast thanks Stuart bye no problem thank you thanks a lot so that was part two of the Stuart Slater interview. A very good interview, wasn't it? If yeah, you listen to I last week's part, it's very insightful and interesting. Yeah. He's a nice guy as well. Yeah, I was. It was I'm sort of. I don't know if that's ever been public knowledge. That stuff he was I saying don't know. about the, the move and not Celtic, really wanting to move, crying his eyes out all weekend. Yeah. Uh, last week he talked about you know he didn't want to move. You know, Liam Brady almost tricked him slightly and, and took advantage and said you owe me and he never wanted to move and uh, yeah, shame. Yeah, no, I don't know whether that has ever been known before. So I mean, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know. And we want him back on the podcast sometime because you you heard, just heard hopefully about uh, him going to the North Pole and uh, or, or wanting or making his decision to go to the North Pole. So what you've got to do is Team Repulse uh, on Twitter. They are Team Repulse. Follow them. Can you tweet that out? I will tweet it out afterwards. Uh, so follow Team Repulse. And and then do a hashtag follow um, TR for Team Repulse, I think. Did he not say that if for every every new follower, yeah, they, get, they a get a pound from a sponsor? Yeah. So do you want Stuart Slater to go to the North Pole? Let's keep the Slater Yes campaign going. He's going to make his decision soon. And if he does, um, we'll we speak to him from the North Pole. We have the technology. From the North Pole. Yeah. Yes. Really. Satellite phone. Very nice. Anyway. Um. Next on our running order says Clunge, but unfortunately Clunge isn't here today. Well, they're still on extended leave, aren't they? Because they, they, they were working hard, well, she was working hard, very much in the transfer window. Mm. Um, so we've not heard anything. But about an hour ago, um, she texted us through Adsman89 and, uh, and sent one message, which um, is very exciting, George. You want to read it out? Yes. Doncaster Rovers have made an official approach to loan Freddie Piggione. Decision will be made within 24 hours, and the loan window opens on Wednesday. Yeah. And Daily Mail printed that earlier today. Seems to have been confirmed by Clunge. Another in-the-know source has also said that maybe Birmingham are interested in a number of other League One clubs, and the stumbling block, as always, is the wages. But if we did it for longer and paid 90% of the wages, maybe it's better to get 10%. What is his wage, do you know? He's he's on 30-plus grand a week. Hard, well, yeah, I, I don't know really if there's much benefit, is there? 
Well, um, it, the only benefit is if you want to sell him, if he does well for Doncaster or Birmingham or someone like that, then then you've got well, more chance well of getting well for Birmingham, sell. then it's going to be bad for us because Birmingham are going to creep up. Yeah. Well, you say that, but he wouldn't be allowed to play against us if we've got a game left. Have we? We played them twice. I can't remember. I think we've got to play him at home yet. Um, so he wouldn't be allowed to play there. But if he's beating all the opposition, it doesn't matter. Oh, I, mean, I, I don't think you quite understand the point. No, but, Birmingham oh, would it's be doing a loan. well. We could, yeah, so I was <laughs> yeah, but Birmingham might do it better than us, but we could just pull the loan if they're doing too well is the point I'm trying to make. It'll be under our control. But if he can't, how can he, if he's not motivated <laughs> to play yeah. for us, how no. can he motivate to play for us? Well, maybe he will. Maybe he not worth he, any money again. Yeah, but maybe he point. will. And, 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 you know. When's his look, contract up? Oh, quite a while. Let's not let's let's not get carried away. He ain't going to play very well. I mean, like Lunga didn't play that great, and I don't think Pickham will play that great. But who oh, knows? Okay. I think it's better that he's he's out of the club. All not right. fit to I wear the shirt. Not fit. Okay. Not fit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it is time for. David Gold question time, 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 time. And this is the part of the podcast where we go through David Gold's tweets to fans and reenact them for you. So, who's going first? I am. Okay, Sean. Scott Parker Hero. Is Ravel Morrison settling in very well, DJ? Shocking. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely <laughs> just ridiculous. Um... Ravel and his long-term girlfriend are settling in fine with help from the club. They are currently looking for an apartment, <laughs> DG. 31 points from our remaining pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this, come on. Plus 56 equals 87 points. <laughs> I stopped listening to another a, a previous podcast because it was shit. Yeah, right. this, okay. is a, this, uh, is, this is just rapidly <laughs> right, turning. Right. Move, to move shit. on, Reese. I could do it. I could do it. <laughs> 37 points from our <laughs> George, can you do that one for Reese? 31 points from our remaining fixtures plus 56 equals a seven points. Would this be enough to secure automatic promotion, in your opinion? 87 points. And then you're for stupid voices, John. Come on. What? Do your proper voice. (laughs) 87 (laughs) points would normally get us promoted, but absolutely guaranteed you need 92. I think QPR went up as champions with 85. You do the next one. I can't do it. Oh, um, Hamlet <laughs> here. Um, did you not see the firework or hear the large bang, DG? Yes, I heard the large bang at the end of the match. We are investigating it, and so are the police. We'll let you know more tomorrow. How come the hot dogs are cheaper at Chelsea? I've spent all day trying to find out why hot dogs are cheaper at Chelsea than West Ham. 11 calls, 23 emails, and I still don't know, DG. <laughs> Really? Are we going to build a red card? <laughs> I doubt whether we would appeal the red card, but it would be Sam's decision. Judge McCabney is rubbish. We should have kept Ilunga. You think that, George, as well, apart from the Ilunga thing, don't you? 
You think he's pretty poor. <laughs> oh, he pretty uh, I don't poor. think DG said this. No, <laughs> Try and stick to the script. Okay. Sure. Apart from Alunga's mum, you must be the only person on the planet that thinks that Alunga is better than George <laughs> McCartney. DG. Now we're doing Coxie 25s as read by John in non-comedy voices. <laughs> Massive win, DG. I trust you will join me and Alan Titchmarsh in dressing, a me- dressing as members of the cast of C- Cuban soap opera Bowler, bowler, bowler. Does anyone else want to do one? Cause, when no, we beat know. Millwall, will you join me dressing light egg like a giant chicken and sing a medley of Abbey hits in your nearest Argos? Now, I'm looking for investment in my new sitcom idea, DG. It's about a goldfish called Tobias who only <laughs> eats lasagna on a Thursday. <laughs> I'm sure you will have no problems getting investors for such a brilliant concept. I wish I had thought of it first, DG. David Gold Question Time. 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 That was David Gold Question Time. Sean, you've got a comment to make. Well, I just, you know, John may have a point here. Uh, our comedy voices may have got too ridiculous and, and certainly there's one point of going you can't even hear the questions which sort of defeats the point Reese, or uh, hey, hey. or you don't want comedy voices let's let's let listeners do it basically if you don't want comedy voices you do we'll hashtag still do them anyway. comedy voices no if you want to keep them comedy voices hashtag yes or, clear. or comedy voices clear hashtag comedy voices clearer <laughs> confused uh, if you want them clearer so or or we just carry on well, I think we'll, we'll just, just carry on, carry on, on anyway. Yeah. Um, Predictions. Predictions. Peterborough. You're going, George. I am going, yes. And you... I'm not going. What is this? I've just seen the emails. You've been invited. He's been invited by the Peter of the podcast to go and do an interview <laughs> in a pub 20 minutes after the game. Oh, no. I'll be on a train by then. Yeah. Well, it was you to answer that. I said we could do it on, on the um, phone. We but... should do it on the phone. We should, we should do we Monday do night. That. Yeah. Arrange a Skype call or something and we'll yeah. record it and we'll include it in the podcast. Yeah. And we we'll do an interview for their podcast as well. Yeah. No, yeah, like, do funny we'll voices. do it for each other. Yeah. We'll have a conversation. Reciprocal we agreement, it. I believe it's called in the trade. If you could contact them, Sean, and offer that, then yeah, Jamie. Jamie from uh so, in the Glib. Yes, predictions. John, what's your thoughts on this game? Um I'd like to be full of positivity, Sean. Mm. And I'd like to think we're going to do well and we're going to win 3 0. Maynard getting a couple. Well, I, I listened to the uh, uh, Posh podcast and, and they were moaning how rubbish they were. So I hope they're right on that. And I'm going to go for an optimistic 4 1. 4 1 to West Ham. Reese. I'm going to go for a boring 1 0. Yeah, I think we'll probably. Be a bit of a boring game, to be honest. Mm. I think we'll scrape a win, but win's a win. Winning ugly. And I know that most West Ham fans are planning on starting an Adrian Durham chant. Yes. What what do you want to say about if Adrian Durham is listening tonight? What do you want to say to him? But if he was, what would you say to him, George? I'd say, "Hi, Adrian. You're right." (laughs) He's very good at what he does. But why, what he seems to have, he maybe doesn't have a hatred for West Ham. He, he does just it, does it for us does. to get a. He d- does it get Even to get an effect. Does, he does it to get put people's backs up, and yeah, for people to phone true. in, and for people, you know, that text you, um, that tweet, tweet he did when he's the five one. You showed me that. I was just laughing, wasn't he? Yeah. The, 
West Ham's lost five ones. It ha ha ha. Just it was just ha ha. Hundred and forty characters of yeah. ha ha ha. Mm. Uh, you know, classic podcast. This is role. So that's another week of more than just a podcast. Podcast. Um, thanks um, for listening. Good, have a good trip up to Peterborough if you're going. George, I'll see you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying to the listeners. Oh no, and and anyone else who's going, but particularly you, George. Be safe. Be careful. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you be careful. And yeah. it's be cold. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> wrap so, up warm. Yeah, wrap up. Mm. Right. Um, goodbye from me, George. Goodbye from me, Sean. Goodbye from me, John. Uh, goodbye from me, Reese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Very nice. Thank you. Seba. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones. And we burnt it more than just a podcast More than just a podcast Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.